Chapter 1 Neuroplasticity Big Word Beautiful Meaning Quote You are creating at this moment the person you're going to become tomorrow and you are physically wiring that person into your brain. This is a book about giving people freedom and giving people hope. For many years, we believed that the human brain stopped growing or changing when we were young. And everything we were taught about our behavior was based on that belief. We now know differently. The breakthrough of the discovery of neuroplasticity is that your brain is designed to change throughout your lifetime. Your brain is changing at this moment, right now, no matter where you are in your life or what age you are. While you're reading this, your brain is literally rewiring itself. From the latest research and from the use of new technology that allows us for the first time to look deeply into the human brain while it's working, we have begun to learn more about how the brain is wired and how it works. And most importantly, we have learned the role that our thoughts play in the wiring of the brain and the creation of our success as individuals. Keeping it simple and making it work. Keeping it simple and making it work. In the following pages, you'll find information and ideas that will help you reintroduce yourself to your own mind in some amazing ways. Although this book includes information, that originated from research in the field of neuroscience. This isn't a textbook with scientific jargon that requires a background in neuroscience to understand it. I've done my best to bring a great deal of information together, sort it all out, condense it, and put it in words anyone can understand. You'll find the tone of this book to be positive and uplifting. In writing it, I have applied the same principles we'll be talking about throughout the book. Principles such as intention, focus, and repetition. You'll also notice there's a deliberate balance between information and action steps you can put into practice right away. The suggestions and ideas I recommend to you are practical and down-to-earth and you should be able to use and apply them even before you finish reading. Whether you find just one new gem of an idea here or a dozen new thoughts or ideas that apply to you, rest assured that by the time you read the final chapter, you will understand what your own mind and brain can do for you and what you can do to make those positive changes happen. As you read, I encourage you to open your mind. Let the new ideas flow in easily and let them sink in. Read the book with your determined intention to gain every ounce of new knowledge 
and awareness you can possibly glean from the ideas presented here. There's a reason to do this. We've learned that your conscious intention to do something increases your brain's ability to wire in new ideas. It is my hope that with your conscious intention to learn the ideas expressed here, they will make a positive and valuable contribution to how you think, the actions you take, and the results you achieve. Helping your brain's neuroplasticity work for you. The discovery of neuroplasticity did not begin with what it can do for the mind. The initial discovery started by helping stroke victims regain the use of muscles they once thought useless and teaching people with learning and physical disabilities how to literally rewire and retrain their brain functions. But it is what lies beyond the world of medical research moving into the world of mind research which promises to affect the lives of even more of us in truly incredible ways. It is how we can personally use the discovery of neuroplasticity in our everyday lives and learn to rewire our brains for ourselves. That is making a critical difference for countless individuals. It was research in the field of neuroscience that first alerted researchers in other fields such as medicine, education, training, and counseling to the properties of what the brain's neuroplasticity offers us. In this book, we will focus on the aspects of neuroplasticity that deal with improving the brain potential and function, such as personal growth, reaching your goals, mindfulness, intention, the importance of belief, creating a positive attitude, changing your self-talk, overcoming negativity, mental sharpness and clarity, meditation, increasing your level of happiness, improving your brain's acuity, staying younger, longer. Not only have we learned what the most essential tools of brain enhancement and personal growth really are, we have also finally learned how positive personal change actually takes place in the brain and how to use that amazing neurological process to make our lives better. What we've learned is changing our world. What goes on in your mind and in your life changes your brain physically. When you think or do something repeatedly, your brain actually changes its physical structure. Your environment, your experiences, your emotions, your attitudes, your self-talk, all of your perceptions. Your brain is imprinting itself with every message it gets. And this discovery means that because your brain is constantly rewiring and changing itself, you are creating at this moment the person you're going to become tomorrow and you are physically wiring that person into your brain. That is a remarkable power of neuroplasticity at work. What is the future you will write today? 
Your brain's neuroplasticity works both in grand ways and in small ways. Some people who put this power to work in their own lives will change things like an attitude that's negative, a career that isn't working, finances that don't add up, or a relationship that isn't going as well as it should. Many readers will use this book to enhance or change their career path, turn the dream of a new home into a reality, or reach high-level goals like traveling the world, creating a legacy of long-term wealth, or helping the less fortunate. Still others will read this book to learn to use the increased power of their brain to become sharper, have a better memory, get smarter and more in control, and stay younger longer. We all have our dreams and our goals. Wherever you are in your life right now, and whatever positive goal you have in front of you, you get to direct it. You get to literally wire your brain to take you there. With the discovery of neuroplasticity in the human brain, our old notions that our lives are set, that we are destined by our genes and our past to follow the path that fortune gave us, has been thrown out the window. With what we've learned, your past isn't what counts because your brain is constantly rewiring itself with the repeated new messages it receives. How you decide to wire your brain next is what counts. One of my favorite Bible passages is Romans 12.2, which says, Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's a powerful exhortation, and I couldn't agree with it more. As we will see, your brain's ability to be transformed literally happens in very practical and life-changing ways as a result of the renewing of your mind. This book is about the renewed mind. It will show you that it's not where you've been, it's where you choose to go next that counts. It's not who you've been, it's who you decide to become. And that changes the story you're about to live. A personal story about rewiring the brain. When I decided some years ago to write my first book, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself, about how our self-talk changes our lives and the people I knew at that time could be divided into two groups, those who thought I would write the book and those who doubted it, or thought it was a foolish or impossible idea. The ones who spoke against the idea of writing the book thought it would fail. Those who thought I would do it decided to believe in my goal and waited to see what would happen. I made the choice to try something new, a way to rewire my brain with the belief that I could do it and not accept any mental wiring that said that I could not. What I decided to do was to leave my any disbeliefs or doubters behind and approach the goal in a different way. On Thursday, October 3rd, 1985, I got on an airplane and flew to Corpus Christi, Texas. There I rented a car and drove to a ferry that took me to a small, the small Gulf side town of Port Aransas on Mustang Island off the coast of Texas where I rented a condo unit 
overlooking the Gulf. While I was there in complete isolation, I wrote my book. But I didn't just go to the island and immediately start writing. For two weeks after I arrived, before I wrote a single word of the book, I did nothing but walk on the beach by myself, look at the waves, watch the seagulls, and talk to myself about the book I was going to write. Instead of listening to the doubts of others or any doubts from my past, I decided to bring a goal to life. The goal was that the book I had come there to write would still be on the shelves of bookstores not a year or two later, but 20 years later. A tall order. At the time, most self-help books would be popular for a year or so, and then usually fade out of sight. My goal meant the book I was going to write would go 20 years better than that. After walking on the beach, I watching the waves, talking to myself, and using a lot of positive self-talk for two long weeks. I went back to the condo unit I had rented, sat down at my computer, looked out over the water, and began to write. The first words I wrote were, You are everything that is. Your thoughts, your life, your dreams come true. You are everything you choose to be. You are as limited as the endless universe. For the next three months, along with continuing to walk on the beach each day, talking to myself, and listening to self-talk, I wrote every day. My schedule was write, go to bed, sleep, get up, write, go to bed, sleep, get up, and keep writing. I don't remember a day during that intense writing time that I looked back at the doubts or the doubters. I just focused forward, kept talking to myself in the most positive possible way, and kept writing. Because of my long walks on the beach, each day for two weeks before I began to write, instead of being guided by doubt, I was guided by my goal to write a book that would help people get better all over the world and to deliver a message that would be just as relevant 20 years later as it was when it was written. My reasoning was that it, I was determined to write a lasting book. Each sentence and paragraph I wrote would be written more clearly and more meaningfully. Three months after I had arrived on the island, I packed up my computer, paid my rent, took the ferry back to the mainland, turned in my rental car at the airport, and flew home with my completed manuscript in hand. A few months later, my book had been edited and the final draft went to press. Not long after that, the book was in full release nationwide and I was appearing on television programs like Oprah Winfrey and CNN. The book did what it was supposed to do. I reached my 20-year goal a few years ago and that book remains on the self-help bestseller list nearly 30 years after it was written. In fact, I recently worked on what to say when you talk to yourself. Again, when I updated the book for its publication in ebook editions. During the writing of the book, you're reading now, I received a box of books in the mail. They're from a publisher in India who sent me newly published editions of What to Say When You Talk to Yourself, printed in Telugu, Tamil, and Hindi. 
the book some people thought I would never write, is now published in over 70 countries. I'm not applauding myself for the life that book has lived. I did nothing more than set a goal and choose to see it through. I simply refused to listen to the impossibilities of my past and the doubts of others and chose instead to do something others told me could not be done. The important point to the story is this, day after day, walking on that beach, looking at the sky and the seagulls and the sandpipers and the waves all along the shore, I was thinking with clarity, focus and intention about what I would do and the steps I would take to make my dream become a reality. By doing so, I literally wired my brain to help me accomplish my goal. The steps that made it work were the scripts, rather, were the steps I was taking in the sand. When I was walking on the beach and talking to myself each day, I was rewiring my brain. Hey, it's Jack Solomon. Thank you for listening in on my reading this book to you. I'm glad you paid attention and I'm delighted you're rewiring your brain right now. Please share this podcast with your friends, share it with your followers, and let's all grow and enlighten together. I'll see you on the next reading.